Good morning. Happy Friday, February 12th. Friday? Really? Oh, yeah. Friday, February 12th. And welcome to Every Day's a Holiday, a daily podcast calendar giving you a reason to celebrate every day of the year. Today's holiday is the Lunar New Year. Lunar New Year, also known as Spring Festival or Chinese New Year, is the festival that celebrates the beginning of a new year on the traditional lunisolar Chinese calendar. The Chinese calendar is a little different from the Gregorian calendar that much of the rest of the world uses. One month on the Chinese calendar spans a single lunar cycle. The first day of the month begins during the new moon. Lunar cycles on average last 29 and a half days, so a lunar cycle can last 29 or 30 days. There are usually 12 lunar months in a Chinese calendar year, but in order to catch up with the solar calendar, which averages 365 and a quarter days in a year, an extra month has to be added every two or three years on the Chinese calendar. As a result, Lunar New Year falls on different dates each year, ranging between January 21st and February 21st. Each year of the Chinese lunar calendar is represented by one of 12 animal symbols of the Chinese zodiac, rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, sheep, monkey, rooster, dog, and boar. The 12 zodiac animals in the cycle are not only used to represent years in China, but also believed to influence people's personalities, career, compatibility, marriage, and fortune. There is also a significant amount of myths and legends about the interactions between these animals that further solidifies the zodiac's influence on personality, compatibility, and fortune-telling. 2021 is the Year of the Ox, from February 12th, 2021 to January 31st, 2022. TravelChinaGuide.com describes the ox as follows. In agricultural society, the mild and tough ox is the human's best assistant. People born in the year of the ox are also diligent and persistent. They tend to be slow in action after a long and deliberate preparation, but once the plan is set, they will overcome all difficulties to finish the task. Their amazing endurance in work and strong sense of obligation compel them to break through and stick it out, making them highly praised by colleagues and the boss. This is the base for them being late bloomers, with successful careers and abundant wealth in old age. Relationships with people born in the year of the ox is generally pleasant, but may lack romance, for they can be stubborn and not good at communication or expressing emotions. So there are some pros and cons to being born in the year of the ox, but if you were born in 1949, 1961, 1973, 1985, 1997, or 2009, you were born in the year of the ox. And anybody who's born between now and next January is in the year of the ox. So happy Lunar New Year, everyone. Now, let's take a look back through the years to see what happened on this day in history. On this day, 112 years ago, the NAACP was founded. The National Association for the Advancement of Colored People is America's oldest and largest civil rights organization. It was founded on February 12, 1909 in New York City by an interracial group of activists, partially in response to the 1908 Springfield race riot in Illinois, but more broadly in response to the ongoing violence against black Americans around the country. The NAACP's founding members include Black Americans W.E.B. Dubois, Ida Wells Barnett, Archibald Grimke, and Mary Church Terrell, as well as white progressives Mary Ovington, Henry Moskowitz, William English Walling, and Oswald Garrison Billard. The NAACP's anti-lynching crusade became the group's central focus during its early decades. 
Ultimately, the NAACP was unable to get the federal anti-lynching law passed. However, its efforts increased public awareness of the issue and most definitely contributed to an eventual decline in lynchings. The NAACP also played a pivotal role in the civil rights movement of the 1950s and 1960s. One of the organization's key victories was the U.S. Supreme Court's 1954 decision in Brown v. Board of Education, in which pioneering civil rights attorney Thurgood Marshall, the head of the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, successfully argued that separate but equal education and other services were not equal whatsoever. The Supreme Court ended up ruling unanimously that racial segregation of children in public schools was unconstitutional. The NAACP helped organize the 1963 March in Washington, one of the biggest civil rights rallies in United States history, had a hand in running the 1964 Mississippi Freedom Summer, an initiative to register black Mississippians to vote. The organization also successfully lobbied for the passage of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, prohibiting discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, or national origin, and the Voting Rights Act of 1965, barring racial discrimination in voting. In the final decades of the 20th century, the NAACP was experiencing financial difficulties and members suggested the organization lacked proper direction. But now, the mission of the NAACP is to quote, ensure the political, educational, social, and economic equality rights of all persons and to eliminate race-based discrimination. Happy Founders Day, NAACP! Now it's time to commemorate the births and deaths of famous or infamous individuals in our next segment, Life and Legacy. 212 years ago, two very famous historical figures were born on the exact same day in very different parts of the world. First, American statesman, lawyer, and eventual 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, was born on February 12, 1809 in a log cabin in Backwoods, Kentucky. And second, English biologist and evolutionary science smart boy Charles Darwin was born on February 12, 1809, in a grand Georgian house on an estate overlooking the River Severn and the medieval market town of Shrewsbury, England. Both of these men have left very significant marks on history, like President Lincoln's signing of the Emancipation Proclamation and Darwin's contributions to the science of evolution. We all know that both Charles Darwin and Abraham Lincoln's lives are chock full of far more history than I can fit into a 10-minute podcast, but I just wanted to share the very neat fun fact that they were both born on the exact same day. And who knows, maybe two people born today will end up becoming historic leaders or famous scientists. You never know. Today is also the 21st anniversary of the death of the emphatic, operatic, enigmatic Screamin' Jay Hawkins. Jalacy Screamin' Jay Hawkins was a musician, boxer, and eventually a famous blues singer, pianist, and performer in the 1950s and 60s. According to Bill Dahl's artist biography of Screamin' Jay on allmusic.com, Screamin' Jay Hawkins was the most outrageous performer during the dawn of rock and roll. Prone to emerging out of coffins on stage, a flaming skull named Henry his constant companion, Screamin' Jay was an insanely theatrical figure long before it was even remotely acceptable. And no joke, Screamin' Jay is a pretty wild dude. He wore incredible outfits, he supposedly practiced voodoo, and he brought his flaming skull friend Henry on stage with him for every show he played. His most famous recording is his performance of I Put a Spell on You in 1956, which became one of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. The song has been covered and sampled by many artists. 
Credence Clearwater Revival performed it live at Woodstock. Marilyn Manson covered it in their 1995 EP, Smells Like Children. And Bette Midler performed her beautiful rendition of the song in Disney's 1993 film, Hocus Pocus. Screamin' Jay died at 50 years old on February 12, 2000, from heart failure after an emergency surgery to treat an aneurysm. But before his death, Jay had told his close friend and official biographer, Meryl Nagolian, that he had fathered 57 children and asked her to find them for him, which she initially took as a joke. But following his death, Nagolian actually created a website that drew thousands of responses from possible children of Jay's. Upon review, and I'm assuming DNA confirmation, some of the respondents actually checked out. And by 2001, Nagolian had identified 33 of Jay's kids and brought a few of them together, which has got to be one of the strangest family reunions of all time. Rest in peace, Jay Hawkins. Lastly, let's find out what listeners like you are celebrating today in our final segment, Listener Celebrations. Today, Kirby is celebrating her 29th birthday, just one more year until that big 3-0, so live it up, Kirby. And Emily is celebrating her 26th birthday. Also, Emily, congrats on your recent engagement. Here's hoping that both Kirby and Emily have a good end to the week and have so much fun celebrating their birthdays today. Thank you for sharing your celebrations with us, and if you are celebrating anything like a birthday, an anniversary, or any special occasion, please shoot me a message at Everyday's a Holiday Pod on Instagram. And a quick reminder that February is Black History Month in the United States and Canada. I have pledged to donate $50 this month to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund to help provide legal assistance to black Americans who can't afford it and advance the cause of racial justice and equality. If you are interested in contributing as well, go to act.naacpldf.org to donate. And if you want more information about the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, go back to the February Monthly Mention episode of this podcast. Thank you for joining me in today's celebrations. Special thanks to AJ Curtin for composing the music for Every Day's a Holiday. Please rate and review Every Day's a Holiday on Apple or Google Podcasts to let me know what you think of the show, and tune in tomorrow morning to see what there is to celebrate on February 13th. Enjoy today, and catch you tomorrow.